1: Uh, but we want to bring our guests on here. I want to ask him that question, too. Joe. Uh, Joe Patrick joining us here. Usually wearing a few hats, but we're going to talk baseball with him first. But do you got a favorite James Conn movie, or is it the obvious with Godfather?
2: I mean, yeah. For me, it's I, it's maybe a lame answer, but it's the Godfather. I mean, and, uh, man, is Eric, Eric hasn't seen Godfather? That's crazy. I'm, I got to admit, I haven't seen Brian's song either, which is kind of a confession that I have to make, because uh, I know that the really famous one, around, maybe I'll watch it this weekend. Um, just in honor of, of Jimmy Kahn but uh yeah man Godfather how can you how can you say anything else in my opinion I mean that's a iconic legendary movie you know it's and, and one of those ones that you never forget seeing not only that he
1: is in two of the most cringeworthy scenes in movie history when he was uh, uh, Eric you're just gonna have to just you know, sorry spoiler alert but when he gets <laughs> taken out in the Godfather at the toll booth, that's mm-hmm. one. But in misery, when she wants to make sure he's not leaving that house again, and she puts the block between his ankles, and does what he does, does what she does, mm-hmm. Kathy Bates. The I just, I just cringe. Think the, you guys have never seen that?
0: Between it. no. Okay, Hell so yeah, you have man. to see this. That's, you that's, have that's to see my,
1: misery. She is, she is this manic uh, fan of his. He's a writer, and she kidnaps him. And she does things to him throughout this. And then, you know, he tries to escape. And then to keep him from escaping, she does something to him, which I think the word she used in the movie was blocking or something like that. I don't know. It wasn't like
0: football blocking. No, no,
1: no. But she, she, it's, it's (laughs) it is absolutely cringeworthy when you think about it. And it will stay with you if you've never seen it before. Go check out uh, Misery. Anyway, Eric, I mean, Eric. Um, Joe, thank you, man. We're going to just talk baseball with you. I hope you don't mind. And um, yeah, absolutely. as we approach the all-star break, we've been speculating on how many of the pitchers are going to be uh, on that flight out to LA. What about yourself?
2: Oh man. Um, gosh, I haven't even really thought about it, but let's see. You've got to have Kyle right there. I think, uh, he, I mean, he hell, he was probably up as one of the Cy Young guys earlier at some point this season. So him, Max Reed, I think AJ Minter has earned himself a spot, honestly. Um, uh. Yeah, maybe three pitchers. I don't know. I always feel like we want to over overstate how many players are going to go and represent uh, because we see them play all the time, and then you forget that there's actually, you know, a whole league of other players out there that are also competing for a finite amount of spots. But um, either way, I mean, I think the Braves, it's actually amazing just to see the amount of contenders that they've had on these lists for the All-Star Games, especially this year. It's like they kind of got hard done by only sent only having Ronda Cunha in the, in the starting Um, in the starting lineup because they've got so many guys in second place on these lists. It's kind of amazing. It just shows how good the Braves have been, uh, especially, you
0: know, since the start of June. Absolutely. So, who do you expect? We talked about the pitchers. Who else? And could we see both catchers? Could both catchers make it?
2: Well, that's a a crazy – that's one of the craziest things. Talking about guys finishing in second place, it it, it appears, you know, that – Travis Darno would have finished in second place among catchers. And then William Contreras would have finished in second place for the DH position. Um, I guess because, you know, I kind of wonder if maybe uh, they ate into their votes a little bit because they were both kind of competing for the same position. But, yeah, I mean, it's just unbelievable uh, that, that the Braves have had that much production from the catcher position between those two guys that, you know, it's such a struggle. It's just a such a tough position for so many teams to find solutions because obviously the job of a catcher is so difficult. You gotta manage so many things with the the uh the pitching staff and obviously I think that's where teams really they I feel like a lot of teams, anything they, they get offensively from their catchers is kinda of icing on the cake nowadays. They're much more concerned with them, you know, being good defensive catchers and, and calling good games and things like that. Um so for the Braves to have those two guys up there are is is extraordinary. Um yeah, so I think I'll just, let's see. I'm, I'll go through the pictures right now. I think Kyle Wright will get there. I think Max Reed will get there, and yeah, I think AJ Minter will get there. So that's three. Am I missing somebody? Or have you? I don't, you guys have obviously discussed this. I'm just. I'm just. Well, we were speculating too. We just. Head. We just wanted
1: to see what you would say. Hey, listen, it, here's the nice part about it is we know a few of them are going. Let's just sit back and watch and see because this is a great conversation. Because there are some years you go, man. I hope one of the Braves are chosen. And you ain't gotta worry about yeah. that now. You know it's how many you're gonna go. Joe Patrick right. Joe Patrick joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio 929 the Game, you 929 know the Game dot com. The other crazy part about that is you're talking about the catchers being there. I can't remember when, but I'm sure that's a stat that Joe or somebody can dig up here. You're talking about then two brothers. You're talking about brothers that will yeah. be in the All Star game. When's the last time that happened?
2: That's incredible. it's just a crazy story. And not only two brothers, but two brothers coming from venezuela which is obviously like you know a a very tough place to have been you know brought up and to to have you know two brothers come up and make their way to the united states and being and playing in major league baseball let alone in and of itself is an incredible story for them both to be among the best at their jobs in 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 the sport uh is absolutely unbelievable you can't say enough about what those two guys have gone through in their in their lives, honestly, uh and then just to work themselves up to the to the point they're at now is absolutely incredible.
0: Spending time on the wait for it.com hotline this morning with Joe Patrick. He is social. You can find him on Twitter at JA two hundred at JA Patrick two hundred. Okay. Last night, um the big 12 to win to open the series against Washington. You got Kyle Wright going today. But do we start looking to what's coming up first of the week? Because Seems like first place will be hanging in the balance first of the week. I don't know if that's what you saw coming, but we're in for a treat. Uh, we knew it was going to be special when we got to the Mets, but, you know, it could be first place.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, You know, I was lucky to be at the uh, series with the Dodgers uh, a couple weeks ago, when, when or about a week ago or so, when Freddie Freeman came into town. Um That experience being in that stadium, aside from the Freddie Freeman stuff, which was great, but aside from that, the games felt like playoff atmospheres, and it felt like playoff baseball. It felt like you were watching two teams who knew they were going to be going up against each other in the playoffs at some point, like they had the last two years, and and part of it was down to the fact that because Freddie Freeman was coming back, the stadium was absolutely packed to the gills, uh, which just adds to that level of atmosphere. I think we're going to see a very similar kind of feeling uh, against the Mets when they come into town to start the week. I mean, this is going to feel like a playoff series, and I feel like this is when we are finally going to feel like a big time rivalry. You know, has kind of you know reawoken between these two teams. I don't know. A lot of people probably don't remember how much of a rivalry this really was. Uh, kind of back in the what was it, like the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. You know when, especially when Tom Glavin made the move, and it was like it was some pretty bad blood. And I think that you know now that the Mets have kind of you know they have built themselves up uh, with, with behind Steve Cohen, the new owner there, and I think they're going to be rivals for a long time here at the top of the division. I think that this series in particular is going to be the one where we feel like, okay, yeah, these two teams are the top dogs in this division, which they obviously have proven themselves to be so far this season. I just can't wait for it because I love that atmosphere. And when you get that kind of level of baseball, the players also get into it. I feel like they give you their best. And I feel like that's just what we're going to get when these two teams go at it. And you're right. I mean, it's going to feel like playoff stakes because, you know, the, the, the you know, jockeying for for uh, the seating in the division is going to be up on the line. And the Braves could very well – take first place in the division by the time that series is over.
1: Joe Patrick joining Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 the Game 92.9thegame.com. Give me your thoughts on this, man. Me, you, Sam, Eric, everybody is enjoying watching Michael Harris right now. As Snickers talked about, the few adjustments that he has made at the plate so far, and that's all well and fine. But we've been watching baseball long enough to know that the baseball gods, if you will, will rain down on him, and this is when you're going to see the sustainability of his career and the those real adjustments when he faces guys where he don't see a fastball for a, a month and want to see how he attacks that i'm cool with what he does out there in the field show me remind me every once in a while of andrew jones and make some great play, great great plays out there but are you waiting to see what he does when the slump hits and how he adjusts yeah. there because that's coming yeah. you know it
2: yeah you know it's coming to to some extent it's all about how how quick can he weather that slump and turn it around I mean I think that you know that's the story of every hitter in baseball even the great hitters nowadays will still go through stretches where they aren't seeing the ball well or, or a mechanic is off or something that kind of gets them off and it's the, the the best guys in the world are able to adjust extremely quickly and, and not let those slumps be too prolonged and so that is going to be the big thing and for anybody who's doubting that it could possibly ever happen because it, it seems like it would never would with the way that we see him play every night. I uh, just remember Austin Riley, when he came up when he was a rookie in 2019 um, was absolutely lights out on fire hitting like in the three twenties and uh, you know, just crushing homers for about six weeks. And right. then to your point, Greg, they, they just stopped throwing the fastball. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and he's <then>, uh, <laughs> got a lot more difficult for him. So Well, yeah, Dansby I mean, goes I, through it too. Harris will have the weather that. Yeah. yeah Dan- oh yeah. Totally. Totally. I will say, though, I will say the one thing that gives me hope or the, the thing that, you know, makes me so excited about Michael Harris is that he gets this big, he gets this call up to the big leagues for the first time in his career, obviously a big achievement for him. And he actually elevates his game to another level that I don't think that I, – I think if you were at, at, to ask Michael Harris, he would tell you he's playing the best baseball he's ever played in his life. And that is really impressive for a young kid to come up a level in competition and improve his performance, not let that kind of – over not let that that level of competition overwhelm him and and get him into into a you know a bad mindset so that gives me hope that he will be a guy who is able to get through some of his slumps rather quickly and and to your point it's so beneficial that he offers so many other good things for this team in the field and on on the base pass that he's never he's never going to have a super low floor when he does get into one of those kinds of, of, of bad slumps.
0: Joe Patrick spending time with us here on the Waitforward.com hotline. Joe, we appreciate you spending some time with us this morning, Uh, especially all that's going on with our Braves. We hope the rain will subside. They're able to get the game in today. But, of course, we're looking ahead to the Mets coming in and that fight for first place. Exciting times. Exciting times for this baseball team. Thanks for
2: having me on, guys. Appreciate it.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought
1: hits you.